so you know it would have been the Logies last night if it wasn't for COVID. Oh. Yeah. Stars have been sort of telling their favourite Logies stories to sort of commemorate what could have been. And Larry Emdat has told a great story about Matt LeBlanc in 1998. Friends is a big deal. In 1998, but obviously not that big because... Would have been the biggest show in the world at the time. Well, Matt LeBlanc got put on a plane and sent to Australia to go to the Logies. So they were still being bossed around. (laughs) Whose toes did he stand on? (laughs) That's right, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, so he looks over and he sees poor Matt LeBlanc surrounded by flunkies sitting through this, you know, six-hour awards show in a country that he wouldn't know the, a single soul in. And did Larry rock up and go, how you doing? Yes, he, well, what he did, he, uh, he went to the bar. He said, I went behind that bar. He said, I pushed behind the bar and I said, I need that. And he stole a whole bottle of Zambuca. Especially that's, I guess if you're Larry MD, MD, you get to do that. Yeah. And he said, he went over to him. He said, you look bored as shit, mate. Do you want a Zambuca? And he said, LeBlanc's eyes lit up and he goes, hell yeah, are you Italian? And then he goes, no, I'm not, but does that matter? And then he said, we just went outside. He said, I took him out of where everyone was sitting down, out of the awards area. And he said, we drank the bottle of Sam Booker and then we just kept on drinking. Wow. And it was a great night. One of his favourite luckies ever. (laughs) That's not bad, Caroline. That's pretty cool, isn't it? He said, and the next day, he said, at some point during the night, I... He said, I don't remember it, but I must have told him that um, my wife loved him. And he said it pushed under his door the next day was a personally signed photo um, from LeBlanc to Larry and his wife, Sylvie. So, nice. Yeah, so it's pretty cute. Well, there you go. So Matt LeBlanc must have thought, oh, this guy's all right. This guy's okay. Yeah. Um, Australia's all right. I've, I've, I've had worse nights. Mark, have you ever accidentally or, you know, by design got on the drink with someone famous? Oh. <sighs> A lot of semi-famous, like yeah. people I could rattle off a couple of names, you wouldn't know them. Yeah, right. But, but I think probably yeah, the sure. one that sticks out of my head was Gary Sweet. Gary Sweet. Gary Sweet did That's a, pretty cool. I don't know why. I still don't know why, but he did a week of radio with me and my co-host at the time, Marnie, in Townsville. Yeah, right. And he was great. He'd rock up at like six o'clock and he would tell all these stories and then, you know, go. And then on the Friday, we just had like a cheeky lunch and that just rolled on, you know, what I'm like when the lunch starts on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. It just kind of rolled on. He's a very relaxed guy. Very yeah, relaxed oh, guy. I can believe it. And, and did you really like him? Like, there's good yeah, stories. I had a big man crush on him because of the TV series Blue Murder. I don't know if yeah, you've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I liked Police Rescue back in the day. And yeah. it was all sort of off the back of that. He's a very likable bloke. He just busted up with jo- Joanna Griggs. Right. And he was whinging to me because he had a new girlfriend who was 21. Oh, no. And he was well into his 40s then, I'm yeah. sure. And she kept ringing him all the time. <laughs> He's like, oh, mate, got this 21-year-old girlfriend. She won't stop ringing me. And I kept saying, I wish I had that problem, Gary. That's right. And you actually were in your 20s. That's right. I was 26. I could have, I'd have killed for a 21-year-old girlfriend, thanks very much. That wouldn't stop ringing you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, that's that, pretty cool. Yeah, it was just one of those weird little, oh, okay, let's go and have some fun. Have you ever accidentally or, you know, by design got on the drink with someone famous? Barry's joined us from Bly Bly. Mate, who did you have a sneaky drink with? Um, 17 years ago, I happened to be lucky enough to have a drink with Goldie Horn over in Vancouver. Oh, oh Barry! Jeez, you lucky dog, we, Barry. We went over there for my grandson's birth uh, 17 years ago and a friend of ours was taking us 
just around the site. We were driving past one of the big stadiums there and he said, oh, he told us that Goldie Hoyle and Kurt Russell lived there somewhere and that the son played ice hockey. We pulled up and we went to some place we were just going to go and have a drink and I waited at the stairs. There was these three ladies walking up the stairs and I thought, one of them looks like Goldie Horn. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, they come out of the toilet and I said, oh, look, Goldie Horn's just gone up the stairs. And they said, oh, daddy's so bloody stupid. I said, all right, let's go and find out. So we went up to the next, next level and there she was sitting at the table and me being me decided, well, I'm going to go and see if I can get a photo with her. So, yeah, so we finished up having a drink with her and her friends. Pete's at Sunrise Beach, mate. Who did you have a sneaky drink with? We had a cup of tea every afternoon. It was with Angus Young. A cup of tea with Angus Young? He's a tea, he was a teetotaler when I when I knew him. He used to work on uh, an island called Hayman Island, the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. And Angus and his Dutch wife, uh, Ellen, used to come up every Christmas for a few weeks and... Uh, on the island, we had a very beautiful club lounge, English-style club lounge, and every afternoon between 3 and 3.30, I'd meet Angus there, and we'd both have a cup of tea, and he'd tell me all the stories about the band. That's fantastic. That's so what was he? Great. Was he an Earl Grey man? What, what sort of tea did he drink? Oh, jeez, oh, Mark, I know he probably put a shot of vodka in there when I wasn't looking. <laughs> I'd like to think so. That's a great but, um, story. Yeah, no, he, he, and he, he was a wonderful guy. He, he'd give his time for an afternoon during his stay to have a jam session with the staff. Oh, wow. And uh, it was like walking into a town when all it's all rat infested. When, when the, the, they found out when it was going to be and on the day, people, staff would come from everywhere with their guitars and they'd be jamming in this room. And then Angus would grab his guitar and off he'd go and... Uh, so uh, it was amazing. And Darren Bellings joined us, mate. Who did you have a sneaky drink with? Um, well, you know that we did that break bread with uh, Chuck Norris. So that was during <gasps> that Corona right. thing. Yes. Which was pretty cool. He's the top guy. But uh, I think, you know, it might sound a bit funny, but the, the highlight, I think, of mine was actually with um, having a drink and going out with uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Jeez, I wouldn't mind being Gene Simmons' wingman for a night, just and, quietly. Uh, <laughs> and how did that great. come about, Daz? Um, it was back in their second concert in Australia. In the first one, me and a handful of mates dressed up in costumes and acted like idiots and drove down to Lang Park and actually got invited to meet the guys because we were the idiots who fully dressed up in everything. And um, from that, we just sort of struck a chord. And then the second one, when they came, uh, it was my mate's birthday, so I shouted him down there. And we ended up, they saw us and got us backstage and then said, hey, you know what, tomorrow night, let's go out to dinner and then, you know, sit in the concert again, then we'll go out afterwards. Oh, and my God. each time they've been here, it's been the same thing. And wow. mucking around on the guitar with them, it's been so much fun. And tell me, Daz, so the first time you met them, what year are you talking here? Oh, 1978. Wow. So right so back to their yeah. heyday. Back to the first concert, yeah. Oh, my God. That's cool. That is remarkable. That wow. is cool. All right, there you go, Daz. That's impressive. Well done. Yep, it was awesome. Karina's joined us from Doonan. Karina, which celebrity did you have a sneaky drink with? Quite a few years ago now, but the very good-looking Australian actor, Daniel McPherson, who used to star on Neighbours. Yes. yes. And he's got a house up here at Noosa, I think. Yeah, that. yeah. He, yeah. He, he's uh, also done a fair few triathlons up here as well, I yeah. think, at some point. And when did you have a drink with him there, Karina? Uh, uh, look, this was in about the year 2000 when I just kind of turned 18 and he was doing a um, opening up of a nightclub uh, up here on the Sunshine Coast. 
Uh, and uh, and did he uh, like the look of you? Is that the is that what we're getting a gist gist of? Oh, look, let's just say that after he had his um, commitment, we were able to have some personal time having good chat. Oh, <laughs> I like that a look lot. At that. <laughs> <laughs> he was one of them, and the other one who um, I met was the former Olympic swimmer uh, Brooke Hansen. He's lovely. Oh, she is oh, lovely, yeah. isn't she? She's a darling. Yeah. She is a darling. Hey, can we just rewind back to Daniel McPherson? Do you remember which <laughs> nightclub it was that they were opening to bring him up? Yes. Yes, I do. It was 240 Bolt. 240 oh, V. Oh, the good old days. Oh. Hey, he just... He actually signed my stomach. I should have got that tattoo. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Hey, he just had a baby. And they've kept it quite, oh. quite secret, quite under wraps, yeah. But they had a baby at Christmas time. Oh, yeah. oh wow, that's lovely. Guess yeah. what, Karina? It's not yours. <laughs> <laughs> All good. I'm happily married. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly's in Caloundra. What about you? Well, I actually had a cheeky coffee with Richard Branson <gasps> when I was in Perth. Oh, wow. He's a very approachable man. That's what I've heard, Kelly. He's a funny guy. So we were having breakfast um, at the Holiday Inn in Perth. Yeah. I used to live in Perth. And um, he was there with his virgin harem of um, flight attendants. <laughs> and we were at the table next to him, and he was just swanning around in his socks and his pyjamas. Right. And, yeah, nice. It's... And then he just sat down and had a coffee with us and had a bit of a chat. So... It's not a bad way to go if you're going to be a billionaire, is it? Like, if you're going to be a billionaire, that's probably the pattern I would lay out, Caroline, just quietly. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. I think he's got it right. <laughs> he's definitely got it right. <laughs> Yeah, just cruising around with all the girls, you know, really casual. Harry's joined us from Noosa. Who did you have a sneaky drink with, Harry? It wasn't quite a drink. It was more a fruit smoothie, actually. Yes. <laughs> and where, where was that? It was actually at the local gym here in Noosa. I was just finishing off on a treadmill doing some high-intensity interval training at the end of my session, and I didn't notice there was this sort of older lady next door to me, and I got on, did my thing, and as I'm finishing, I just heard this voice saying, good God, I'd collapse if I had to do that. And I thought to myself, my God, that's Patsy. And there was Johanna Lumley. So, oh, my God. So she was next door to me. So her and I started chatting and she said, would you like to join us for a smoothie? And, I, and we went down and there, who was there? John Cleese. So she was visiting John Cleese, who actually has an apartment here in Noosa. And, and spent, how long ago yes. was this, Harry? Uh, probably last November. Oh, oh my what? goodness. So yeah. Joanna Lumley was here yeah. visiting John Cleese, who Cleese. has an apartment in Noosa. Well, John has had an apartment here, she says, for the last nine years. Anyway, and uh, but, I mean, he was quite reserved. I mean, he was actually, I mean, he's... Not doing any silly walks now. or anything? No, not at all. No, 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 no. No, I mean, I think one has to realise that they are both in their 70s and they were just doing some gentle sort of like gym stretching and stuff and working out. But it was lovely and we just finished up going down and having a little smoothie and chatting and the whole thing and they, and they were most apologetic that she imposed. And Belinda's joined us from Budrum. What about you, Belinda? Who did you have a sneaky drink with? We're going back quite a long time ago okay. uh, in North Queensland. Yeah. Um, when all of the Broncos originally played up in North Queensland. Yeah. And I had a sneaky drink with Mal Meninga. Oh, nice. Alfie Langer. Oh, wow. 
um, Kevy and Kerrit Walters. Wow. Well, we've seen photos of Alfie Langer. We know it can go off the rails. How did it go, Belinda? Uh, off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way we like them. <laughs> and Martin, Martin Bella was there too. Oh, but I, I must say, um, Mal Meninga would have to be the nicest guy I've ever met. Yeah, yes. Oh, do you know what? You hear that all the time, yeah. that he is just the loveliest bloke. And that's it. Like, for such a fierce footy player and such a massive mountain of a man, he is uh, truly a nice bloke, isn't he? Absolutely wonderful. Yeah, that was in my... Um, mid to late 20s, and I'm now in my mid 50s. 